Welcome back to the Happy Hippie Podcast. If you are new here, this podcast is all about exploring the areas in life that contribute to bringing us greater happiness. We take deep dives into different wellness topics, different products, different methods, and even different mindsets that help you feel better mentally, physically, and spiritually. I believe that happiness is a journey, and then this podcast is here to help you navigate through that journey. So I'm your host. My name is Amanda McCormack. I am a registered yoga teacher, a certified personal trainer, a certified nutrition coach, and a women's coaching specialist. This week's episode is all about nutrition and specifically supplementation. So we're going to be talking about supplements that I think are worth the hype. These are supplements that help you increase your energy, help you with your day to day, help you with your recovery and your fitness journey if you're on that as well. These supplements are things that most Americans are actually deficient in. I'm going to talk a little bit more about the science behind it. But one thing I want to talk about the most is you don't need to be buying supplements per se. I'm going to be telling you some of my favorite brands. I'm going to be giving you supplement examples, but know that these vitamins and minerals that I will be speaking about in this episode, along with other ingredients as well, you can obtain them by eating a whole diet. Anybody ever that tells you that you have to buy a specific thing, like a specific product to achieve a result when it comes to food, it, they're just selling you something like just always keep that in the back of your head. But sometimes a supplement is good if you're not getting it or you're lacking it in your diet. So I'm going to talk a little bit about how you can add it into your diet. I'm going to talk about examining like what you're already eating to kind of gauge if you might be lacking in an area. But I'm also going to talk about the awesome benefits that these supplements that I think are worth the hype really do add to your day to day. Yeah. Quick little update before we get into the topic of today. Um, I was going to upload this last week, so we did take a week off of the podcast. And you know what? I just wanted to share this because I thought it's so true. Sometimes we beat ourselves up over things. I went away the last weekend because it was my birthday and I went away with my boyfriend who actually proposed. So that was crazy. So now I'm engaged. So I guess he's not even my boyfriend anymore. He's my fiance. And that's just weird. I, I can't even get over it. Like I have, I don't think I've shared that on social media. So surprise, like <laughs> if you're listening to this and didn't know, um, I don't know. I just keep my relationship kind of private, but but yeah, I'm so excited about that. Um, I went away, he proposed the day after my birthday and we flew out the day before my birthday, which, oh my God, the flight that we took on the way down, we went to Florida, ooh, fancy, but um, it was lovely. I had a great little trip, but the flight, man, both of us, like we travel a lot, like I have never experienced turbulence like I did on that takeoff, man. That was terrifying. I literally had to like take an anxiety nap when I landed. I was like, no, <laughs> I had to shut down. I was like, nope. But anyway, besides all that little update, um, I was going to record this episode right before we left for the flight. We went out with my family the night before and we had a really early morning flight. I literally lugged my microphone. We went to a bar for trivia. That's like what I wanted to do for my birthday with my family. And I lugged this microphone with me. Like I strapped it into the backseat of the car and I was like, we'll go to the bar and then I'll record this episode. Like I didn't drink anything really. Actually, I won a Guinness and I had like half of the Guinness. Like I just sipped on it, but I didn't like drink, drink. So I was like, whatever, once we do the dinner and everything, um, I'll record this episode. And then I, I just got back. It was like 11 PM. I had a flight. I had to get up at like five, four. And I was like, you know what? Sometimes we're like our harshest critics. We're the ones like pushing ourselves. Like I realized that like, if this episode was a week late, Honestly, it would not be the end of the world. It, I'm not in a position where like if I didn't put this podcast episode up Monday, like by that Monday, like my life would be over. But in my head, I felt like it would be. And I was I started to record this episode. Actually, I did. And then I stopped myself because I felt like 
I wasn't in the right space. Like it was, it's, it's an episode about supplements, but and for some reason I still like to be in a space where I'm feeling good. Like I feel like my energy is coming through in a way that's not just going to be like rushed. Like I didn't want to rush it. Like I really do put time into this. Like I make this podcast myself. I edit it. I do all of it and I love every second of it. And I felt like I was turning it into such a task I didn't want to do. So I didn't want to record from that state, like from that energy. So I said, you know what? No, we're just going to do it when I come back. Like, and I feel so good after that trip. And then this week I was able to like get into this week just with a new mindset. And I feel like now I'm in the good position to record this episode. So I don't know if that relates, if you can like relate that to anything, but sometimes like we feel like if we don't do something like that day, it's the end of the world. I find like it's a pattern I go through a lot whether it's like a tiny task well tiny in scope of like the world you know like sometimes I feel like I need to get a piece of content up or I need to do something for work that I could honestly do the next day but I almost like beat myself up over not doing it and take this for an example like honestly nothing happened I skipped a week I feel better now it could be a workout you could be thinking of it like oh I had to work out today like I wasn't feeling it but like your body's telling you something or your mind's telling you something or you don't want to like rush something like just wait the next day like do it the next day if it really comes down to it like sometimes it's not the black and white all or nothing mindset I don't know I just feel like this episode's gonna be really good because I feel like I'm in a better space now like I already literally did half of this episode but I feel like I have new things to say now so maybe there's a reason that I had to record it separately so that is my update my little life flash I wanted to add into this episode we're going to be talking about five different ingredients so it's not just supplements because technically three of them are like vitamin mineral category and then two of them are ingredients that you actually find in your kitchen one of them is a baking ingredient so I'm really excited to talk about it but these are very impactful I think they can help you out like I said earlier in the episode with recovery with fitness with your energy levels skin like there's a bunch of benefits to taking these especially if you might be deficient so let's get into these five ingredients slash supplements that really do make a difference and that I love to talk to my clients about and a little disclaimer so I don't like WebMD you guys um with symptoms like I'm going to be telling you different symptoms of maybe signs that your body needs something or the benefits of a supplement that we're going to be talking about I don't want to like fear monger you into thinking you might be deficient in something totally. The best thing to do is to actually next time you just go to your doctor, find out like you can get a blood panel. You can do certain vitamins or minerals. You can ask, oh, am I deficient in this or this? Or would you mind testing for this and this? And they take your blood anyway. So if you ask, like most of the time, a doctor will be able to email you or get back to you and let you know if you are deficient or if certain levels are low. Generally speaking, most Americans are deficient in B12 slash B6, magnesium, iron, and vitamin D. Those are the most common deficiencies due to the environment we live in and due to the type of diet that we eat. So those are common things that might come up. I'm not saying everybody's deficient in it, but there's a very high percentage of Americans that are deficient in those things. So maybe ask your doctor for one of those next time, B12, B6, magnesium, iron, vitamin D. It's always good to know what's going on in your body, you know? And we're actually going to start off with number one, which is one of the bad boys I just mentioned, magnesium. You guys, I, I'm i obsessed with magnesium. I could do a whole episode on magnesium and why it's so important. It does so much for the body. Like you may think you know what magnesium does, but I promise you it probably also does like 40 other things. It's used in so many functions. I'm about to get a little sciencey, so here come the big words. So magnesium is a cofactor in more than 300 enzyme systems that regulate biochemical reactions in the body. So biochemical reactions would be like protein synthesis, uh, muscle and nerve functions, blood glucose control, and blood pressure regulation. So those are like 
tons of different systems that are used for so many different things in the human body. And magnesium is a cofactor. So it means like you need it (laughs) for those operations to actually happen. It's required for energy production, like period, oxidative phosphorylation and glycosis, which are like big things in the body that like you need, you need Miss Magnesium. <laughs> so it's so interesting that a lot of Americans are deficient in it because it's needed for so many processes in the body. Like just on a functioning day-to-day basis, I mentioned energy production before. I think that's one of the most important functions of magnesium. Magnesium helps convert the glucose that's in food into energy. So therefore getting enough magnesium can keep your energy levels stable and prevent like onset tiredness. So you would just feel less fatigued during the day when you have proper levels of magnesium in your system. And then funny enough, magnesium also plays a really big role with sleep. That's why if you've ever seen on my Instagram, like when I'm making like bedtime mocktails, I'm always putting like magnesium or people take their magnesium at night for that reason, because magnesium helps relax the central nervous system, which causes chemical reactions in the body that actually help to increase relaxation and quote unquote sleepiness. So studies suggest that magnesium supplements might help to reverse age related changes in sleep as well. So as you get older, your sleep can get a little bit more dysregulated. So magnesium taking the proper amounts of that can actually help with that as well. And if you're interested, studies also show that taking magnesium about one to two hours before bed is the best time to take it if you want to use it for those relaxation purposes. It's not like melatonin. It's not going to knock you out. It doesn't make you drowsy or sleepy. Like I said, it relaxes the nervous system. So even if you're feeling anxious during the day, taking magnesium can help with that or just having it in your system. It's almost like if you've ever heard about like creatine, it doesn't matter. Creatine and protein, it doesn't matter if you're taking it like immediately after your workout, like as long as it's in your system that day, like the benefits will be reaped. So same thing with just taking a magnesium supplement. It can help decrease your stress levels and help you with sleep in general if you're taking it. So like, I love magnesium. I'm going to talk about some other sources of magnesium besides supplementation, but I also want to tell you some of my favorite brands. I'm not sponsored by anybody. These are brands that I genuinely like. I like how they make their products. I like that they third-party test with things like they're not bad brands. So I want to recommend them to you based on the fact that I truly use these products. I have used them. I think they're good. I recommended them to my family, my friends, my clients. So that's where this is coming from. You can get generic magnesium tablets on like on Amazon and like CVS and things like that. So if you're looking to just get a supplement in pill form, you can take it that way. I love to take it though in a fun little drink. I think taking anything in a fun little drink will help me like make sure I take it every day. So currently my favorite brand to use, I'll link it below because this stuff is so fun. It's not too expensive either. It lasts very long. It's about $25 for a jar of this powder and it is bright blue. It's the prettiest drink because they use blue spirulina in it and it's the wooden spoons, uh, magic magnesium. And again, if you follow me on Instagram, like I'm always drinking it, it's just fun. It's literally like a lemonade, very, very lightly sweet. And it's just stevia, but it's like not even sweet to be honest. Oh, it's so good. It's so fun. Like I actually put all my other like little tinctures in there and I make a drink in the morning with it. Obviously you could just pop a magnesium pill if that's something that you would like to do instead. But I think that it's so fun to have this little drink. There's another brand that makes it as well moon juice i believe and it's double the price so again this one's 25 dollars. it's all natural ingredients moon juice has it as well in blue and pink but it's like 50 dollars. so that's up to you i'm just shouting out those brands i think they're really good so i definitely recommend them also symbiotica sells uh, magnesium in like liposomal form which is like these little pouches and they're like 
like little drink pouches. They look like ketchup packets basically, but you can like drink it. And I think they have like berry flavored and stuff like that. So they have different types of magnesium and they are a very good brand. They're a little more on the pricey side as well, but they do make good quality supplements. So I'll link those companies below just so you can check them out if you're interested in getting a good magnesium supplement. But like I said, like four times already, there are really good natural sources of magnesium. So I'm going to talk about them now. There's sources for people that eat meat, people that are vegan. I'm going to list them all and explain a little bit about them so that you don't have to go out and buy a supplement. Okay. Magnesium is found in a lot of things naturally. Everything that's on the earth is for us for a reason. So first off, a lot of nuts and seeds are very rich in magnesium. The best ones are pumpkin seeds, chia seeds, almonds, cashews, and peanuts. So all of those, except the peanuts actually, but all of those, 30 grams is like the right amount if you want to get a good serving of magnesium. So again, pumpkin, chia, almond, cashews, about 30 grams. Peanuts, it's recommended one fourth cup has the right serving amount if you want magnesium in it but again like just throwing in seeds like that into your everyday smoothie can be a very nice way to get that magnesium in you don't have to go out and buy a supplement you can just add them in speaking of smoothie soy milk like a cup of soy milk has enough magnesium for your day in it and oats literally 100 grams of oats like rolled oats plain oats have magnesium in it you could literally use all of those ingredients i mentioned in like an overnight oat or like your breakfast and you can get your magnesium in to start the day spinach also has a very very high concentration of magnesium. So about a half a cup of spinach, um, you can boil it, you can put it inside of your omelets or just like put it in your salad. So again, little recap, you can use seeds, pumpkin, chia, almond, cashew, peanut, spinach, you can use soy milk, all great sources of natural magnesium. Next up on the list of ingredients and supplements that I think are worth hype is vitamin B12. And yes, it was mentioned earlier as one of the vitamins that most Americans might be deficient in. So basically, this bad boy plays an essential role in a lot of things. One of them is red blood cell creation. Another one is cell metabolism, nerve function, and even the production of DNA. It also helps when our body is trying to convert protein and fat into energy. So B12 itself doesn't directly provide the body energy, but it does give the body the tools it needs to convert food molecules into energy, which is why if you're also feeling tired or like groggy or fatigued, it might be a B12 thing. Sounds familiar, like I said before, with magnesium. That's why I said if you really want to know if you're deficient, like you should maybe get tested by a doctor for that. But again, low energy B12 can help with that. So getting the recommended daily amount of B12 can help ensure that the body is able to make energy that it needs during the day just to get the day-to-day things done. I personally try to get a lot of foods with B12 in and I did start taking a supplement. So I actually use a little cute little dropper supplement for B12 and I have noticed an increase in my energy since starting to take it a while ago. Some brands that I personally like, again, Symbiotica has a really good B12 and B6 vitamin, but also like the vitamin shop has some of the dropper ones that are like raspberry and chocolate flavored so you can like add them to smoothies again sometimes i think it's fun even as an adult to like find ways to make taking your vitamins not a chore otherwise a supplement like a regular everyday vitamin has that in it as well or maybe a pill form but again symbiotica and the vitamin shop have the ones that i personally like to take and now let's get into the different foods that contain b12 because again this one 
is very easy to get into your diet. So if you're eating a full whole rounded diet, there's a lot of options that have B12 in it to help you out here. This one sounds a little gross, but it's true. Okay, so number one, um, animal livers and kidneys, organ meats actually have a lot of nutrients in them and they're very high in B12. So if you're a fan of liver and kidney, you're in luck. <laughs> you can serve that up on a platter and you'll be good to go. You can also supplement liver. It sounds funny, but they do make bovine liver supplements. Promix makes a really good one and it's high in iron. It's high in B12, helps with energy, helps with hormones, helps with your actual liver. So like liver sounds gross, but it can be a really cool way to get a lot of good things in for your body if you eat meat. I don't, but I'm just saying it is a good thing to have if you eat that type of food or if you're down to supplement it. Another weird thing are clams. Clams um, are packed with nutrients as well and one of them is also B12. Building on the list of delicious foods, sardines are really rich in B12. So Adam's your pizza if you want more B12. Just beef in general has this vitamin in it too. So eating like grass-fed beef is a good option but moving on to some other things if you don't like meat um, fortified cereals so they do put vitamins in cereals to try to help people like increase the amount of vitamins they get that's what fortified is basically so b12 is one of the things that they fortify cereal with tuna also exists it can be canned tuna it can be like raw tuna like in sushi that has high level b12 um, they sell nutritional yeast also that has b12 in it trout chicken eggs milk and soy milk so honestly cereal and soy milk are the two things on the list if you're vegan and don't eat meat that you can implement into your diet to help you increase the b12 but again they also do sell supplements so if you find that you're not eating a lot of meat in your diet or if you're not eating dairy or chicken fish things like that you can always go with more soy milk or try to supplement it yourself too but just keep in mind a lot of like animal products contain b12 basically but there are also fruits and veggies that have B12 in it. So apple, banana, blueberries, orange, and mango. Think of the really colorful guys. They do have a lot of B12 as well. Vegetable-wise, if you like to make salads with alfalfa or beetroot, mushrooms, potato, butternut squash. So I feel like the last section, I sounded like I was dooming anybody that doesn't eat meat. I was like, if you don't eat meat, gotta drink 18 cups of soy milk. No, <laughs> they do have... Um, natural occurring sources of b12 i don't know who they are i was like they have nature nature has natural occurring sources of b12 in fruits and veggies so again those would be like apples bananas mangoes blueberries oranges all the pretty ones alfalfa is a really good source beetroot mushroom potato butternut squash and i know i'm listing a bunch of different things but just keep in mind like the more that you eat a whole source like a whole variety of like good whole foods you're getting these vitamins and minerals into your diet naturally so making a lot of salads with these, these things or in switching out and incorporating the types of veggies that you eat with your dinner things like that is eating different types of protein whether you eat meat and you eat beef one night chicken fish just eating a literal palette of variety of wide scope of foods you're gonna be getting these vitamins and minerals in naturally. Number three on our list today, we have good old iron. So the top three things I mentioned are actually on the list of things that people are most deficient in in the US. The last two things I'm gonna talk about aren't. So there will be a little bit of surprise in this episode. I know I mentioned B12, magnesium, and iron earlier, but they are important. So I wanna talk a little bit about what your body uses iron for and how you can supplement that with food. 
your body primarily uses iron to make hemoglobin. If you remember that from a high school textbook, it's the protein in red blood cells that carry oxygen from the lungs to all of the other parts of the body. The body also uses iron to make myoglobin, which is a protein that provides oxygen to the muscles. So you can feel when you are deficient in iron or not getting a lot of iron in the body because think about it, your body uses it to carry oxygen to the lungs to other parts of the body and also to your muscles. So your body needs iron to make those functions and like make that happen. Your body also uses iron to make certain hormones that are really important, but I won't bore you with the big words. Just know hormones. So if you're working on your fitness in any way, if you're an active person, iron is really important. And sometimes it's overlooked in these terms. Like most people think of like, oh, I need protein. But iron is literally necessary for oxygen transport and energy metabolism, especially among endurance athletes. So if you like to even walk or run, um, your body uses iron to maintain your exercise capacity. It also helps prevent like really increased heart rate, shortness of breath and exhaustion during exercise. So by making sure you have proper amounts of iron in your body, your literal workouts will feel a lot better. Your recovery will be a lot better and you'll notice improvement, especially if you're training for endurance, whether that be with lifting in a way or running or just walking every day, you know? Dietary iron comes in two different forms. So you have heme and non-heme. So basically plants and iron fortified foods are non-heme, whereas meat, seafood, poultry, they contain both heme and non-heme. Your body needs both of those to operate correctly, which is why um, it's easier for people who consume meat and dairy products to have more iron and have heme and non-heme, whereas a lot of plant-based foods just have non-heme. So if you are a vegan or a vegetarian or you don't get a lot of meat in your diet, supplementing iron might be something to look into. I know based on personal experience, you guys, I was a chicken nugget kid, but I would only eat like really gross fried chicken nuggets from McDonald's and then no offense, but like in terms of a diet, I would just eat McDonald's chicken nuggets, french fries and like the inside of white bread. That was like my nine year old diet. I was so iron deficient, guys. I was like hospitalized like a few times. Like I know I'm laughing about it, but like I had to like drink iron and stuff like that because my body was not getting enough because I didn't eat meat as a kid growing up except for literally McDonald's chicken nuggets. And like, you know how it is. If you have a McDonald's chicken nugget, there's like no meat in there. They really just like use the fry around it. But I was not getting enough meat and I didn't eat veggies. So I was... I don't know. And then I went into nutrition as a career. So I, I switched the flip after being nine and in the hospital <laughs> like a bunch of times. So I know firsthand how important iron is. And I like literally grew up with an iron supplement because I would not eat the right foods. So iron is a big one for me. It does affect your energy levels heavily as well. So if you feel like... <laughs> Just like I said before with the other vitamins, if you feel like maybe you're a little fatigued, you can try and get tested at the doctor to see how your iron levels are or just invest in getting an iron supplement, especially if you're realizing that you're not eating a lot of meat and dairy, that might be something that you want to implement into your diet. So biggest sources of iron, again, non-heme and heme would be meat and eggs. They have both of those forms of iron in it. Good to know that they fortify a lot of different breads and cereals with iron, so you could get iron through different bread sources if it says it's fortified bread. Nuts and seeds, the ones I mentioned earlier, like pumpkin seeds, chia seeds, almonds, they do contain forms of iron. Dried fruit actually has a high iron content, and whole meal pasta and bread does as well. If you're looking to go a little bit more natural, like legumes, 
that's my favorite word, legumes, such as mixed beans, like baked beans, lentils, chickpeas, they also do contain iron in them. Dark leafy green vegetables, like my girl spinach, who comes up all the time, spinach has high iron. Silver beets do, I mean beets do as well, but silver beets do have a higher concentration than regular beets, fun fact, and then broccoli. And tofu has a really nice source of plant-based iron. Iron is also really important for my girlies when you are on your cycle, when you're in your menstrual phase. I have a whole episode I just did about it where I talk about why it's important, but spinach has a high concentration of iron, like I just said. So when you're on your period, having an iron supplement or eating more iron-rich foods help you with your PMS symptoms, helps you with cramps, and actually helps you decrease heavy bleeding. So when you regularly consume more iron, it has a lot of benefits for the body besides just energy. I mentioned earlier, I like take, um, <laughs> I take them now. I know it sounds so weird. Like I don't even want to admit it, but I do take the beef liver supplements because they have a high source of iron. They have B12 in it. I just feel a lot better when I take those supplements. Um, you can also just take an iron supplement in general, but liver has iron. It has B12 in it. It is really good for you. So if you want to take a liver supplement, they do sell those and it kind of hits like two birds with one stone, but a regular iron supplement I, I really recommend like most people check in on their iron levels and supplement it, especially if you're not eating a lot of dairy or meat. We have finally moved on past vitamins and minerals. Wait, no, we have not. But next up we did. Number five, you'll see what it is. But now we got number four. Number four is an ingredient that I love and I want to talk about the benefits of it and why I think you should actually be incorporating it into your diet. It comes from a fruit. I put it on my Instagram a lot. So if you want to guess what it is. It is tart cherry juice. The reason why I like to take tart cherry juice is it does help you sleep. It's like a sleep aid. It does have a natural form of melatonin in it. Studies suggest that consuming tart cherry juice leads to better and longer sleep. It doesn't like knock you out. It's not like a sedative. It just helps you have a more restful sleep. Melatonin is basically a sleep hormone and it's secreted at certain times of the day to help your body transition into sleep. So it kind of works with your rhythm where you're at. So taking it before bed can help the body kind of like indicate, oh, like when the hormones released, your body's like, oh, it is time to go to bed and your system start to unwind a little bit. It doesn't make you knock out on the spot. But I really do prefer it as a natural form of melatonin. I have taken melatonin supplements in the past. They're different than tart cherry juice. I think tart cherry juice just supplies the right amount to make you feel like nice and tired. It doesn't like make you groggy. I feel like sometimes the artificial melatonin supplements do make me not feel the best in the morning. And I don't take them anymore. I literally slurp up tart cherry juice at night in a little cute little mocktail. Again, another way how to make it fun, like getting your vitamins and minerals in as an adult make a cute little mocktail before you go to bed. I like to add a little bit of a sparkling beverage, so like sparkling water or like a kombucha or anything along those lines, and I mix it in with the tart cherry juice, and then I'll add a little bit more like, I'll, it's actually the fifth ingredient, the fifth thing that I'm gonna talk about, so I'm not gonna spoil it, but I usually add that in as well, and I just like sip it as I read my book at night. It's like a cute nighttime ritual, but like it has the benefits of a proper natural source of melatonin. It's also really good for inflammation as well because studies show that tart cherries can reduce the pain and stiffness associated with joint pain. And there's studies that show that if you have arthritis or other joint pain disorders, that it really can reduce the stiffness and the pain and help with mobility as well. Several studies also have shown that tart cherry juice aids significantly in exercise recovery and muscle pain after exercise. So it helps with DOMS. DOMS is when you get all sore like two days after leg day. Like it helps the body with different forms of inflammation. Uh, if you have a surgery, 
some people like to drink it as well because it can help any inflamed part of the body. Like there's a lot of really good benefits, man. Tart cherry juice for the win. Since this is not like a vitamin, you can buy tart cherry juice. They do sell it in a lot of supermarkets nowadays. I got some fun facts for you, okay? So they sell them at like Whole Foods and natural food stores. Usually you can get like a container of it for like six, seven dollars. But if you go to Walmart, guys, they sell it for like three dollars for like a big jug. Like my mom actually drives out to Walmart to get a bunch of them. So fun fact, if you want to find some really reasonably priced tart cherry juice, just go stock up at Walmart. It's like way less than half the price if you want to get them there. I definitely recommend it. It's on this episode for a reason. Like I had so many things I could have picked and I chose cherry juice because I truly have reaped the benefits of it for so long I've given it to people when they've had like inflammation issues in different ways it just helps like try to take it in the evening for a week and let me know what you think you know it doesn't taste bad it tastes like juice like it's really good juice and you can mix it in with different stuff and make the cute little drinks so definitely love tart cherry juice and I recommend it to tons of people all the time and the final ingredient number five is a really funny one It is a baking ingredient. It's literally what you use to make meringue and it might just be sitting in your cupboard if you look in the back. So cream of tartar, the name sounds so weird. It is a crazy good source of potassium and magnesium. So going back to Miss Magnesium, people claim there are a lot of health benefits for taking cream of tartar, some of which that they claim are migraine relief and even helps people quit smoking. But the two that are like scientifically proved by different studies is that one, it has a lot of high potassium. So all the benefits of consuming potassium are attributed to cream of tartar. And then secondly, it's a good constipation relief. So keep that in mind. If you're constipated, you can just stir in like one, um, one fourth of a teaspoon into like any drink and it can help you with that. It's not, I won't go into it. I was actually going to say more, but it's a constipation relief. Just know that. So like I said, it's a weirdly great source of potassium. Another great source of potassium is coconut water. So I guess that could go hand in hand with this. So a lot of adrenal cocktail recipes will use cream of tartar in it. If you've seen that along the wellness community, the reason why is it just has potassium in it. The reason why is ingesting potassium assists with regulating the hormones in your body, including those that produce stress. So like cortisol and adrenaline, they come from your adrenals and there's a whole bunch that can go in on that. But all you really need to know is that potassium actually helps you reduce the feelings of anxiousness and tension because it brings down your cortisol and your adrenaline levels. So that's why a lot of people put cream of tartare in their nighttime drinks or their adrenal cocktails because it actually can help your body feel a little more at ease, a little less stressed because it moves around your hormones and brings those levels back down. That's the main reason I wanted to mention it because I think it's a great ingredient to add in. It's like there's tons of things I could have mentioned in this episode and I chose a baking powder and the reason I did it is because it can help de-stress the body. It's a really accessible ingredient. You might have it in your cupboard like I said earlier or just ask your mom. She probably has it with all the baking stuff. It's a great thing to add into your diet and just it's a source of potassium is basically what it is. So it's not a miracle product but it's just an easy source of potassium. Has no taste. You can mix it into drinks. Like I said, it helps with constipation, but fun fact, if you have heartburn, you can actually mix in cream of tartar and baking soda into a glass and it helps with that as well because it has a lot of um, antioxidants in it. But again, it's a really good product. I like to add one fourth of a teaspoon into any of my drinks to reap the benefits. Those were my five ingredients slash supplements that I think are worth the hype. I think they're worth putting into your diet, whether that be through natural food sources or implementing them through any sort of supplementation. 
I think they're great. Again, three of them are just things that we're really deficient in. So I just wanted to give you five of them so you can explore them, see if anything like really relates to you. You can try to increase your foods or you can get one of the supplements. I'm going to link all the supplements that I mentioned that I like to use brand wise in the description box. Again, this zero sponsorships. These are just brands that I genuinely think are really good and I would recommend to people because of their benefits and they use like pretty clean ingredients. There's not a lot of fillers or any gunk in them. So that's why I'm putting them there. I would love to hear from you though. So if you want to message me on Instagram or tag me in anything, my Instagram is happy holistic hippie. Let me know if you think that you have a supplement that is worth the hype or you have an ingredient that you want to share. Let me know if any of this resonates with you or just share it on your story. I love to see who's listening to the podcast and see if you got anything out of it. I can do deeper dives into some of these ingredients like magnesium another time if that's something of interest. If you're curious about supplements in general and want to know more about this topic, like let me know. I love to hear what people want to hear. You know, I like to talk. So give me a topic and that's exactly what I'll do. I think that's all I got for you guys today so we can wrap things up here. I have a code for my Etsy shop. I have a little cute art shop called Happy Hippie Shops, like shop with an S at the end on Instagram if you want to check it out. Right now we have a necklace launch going on. So if you are listening to this podcast, you can use the code HAPPYHIPPIE10 and get 10% off your order on the shop. The link will be below if you want to check it out. Just a little thank you for listening to my podcast and supporting me in this way. This Thursday we have a meditation dropping. So every Monday there's new episodes. And then on Thursdays I put 10 minute meditation up as well. So stay tuned for that. Thank you so, so much for tuning in and I hope you have a beautiful day.